0: Echo's Box podcast is not meant to be or claiming to be a good place for therapeutic advice. The host is not a licensed therapist and is not offering any services or advice related to mental health in a professional manner. The content discussed on Echo's Box is commonly highly explicit due to the real nature of expressing honest emotions. While we don't mean to offend anyone, the reality is these discussions might be triggering to many people. Out of respect for all, please do not listen if this content isn't right for you, and forgive us if you have a poor experience. Keep your brain healthy. Hey everyone, welcome back to Echo's Box. This is episode 26 and I guess it's going to be called rambling because I didn't have a topic for today. Uh, You're going to have to excuse any background noise you hear. I have to have a fan on in my room right now. I've been recording a new EP actually for my stuff under Jones and uh, yeah, I've been sweating it out in my office all day so I need the, the fan on while I'm recording this podcast in fact I almost didn't get this episode out on time and I still may not it is 11: 22 p.m on August 31st I am really cutting it close on these monthly uh, episodes here lately but I guess that kind of ties in to the first thing I'm gonna ramble about and that is kind of related to that last episode when I talked about uh, burnout and and all the things about burnout and um, I guess this is kind of a progress update on how I've been doing the the last couple weeks. And uh, overall, pretty good. Um, things have come up here and there uh, where I am exerting myself more than I would like. But on the flip side of that, I actually have the bandwidth to exert myself even though I don't really want to. Whereas normally I would be doubly exerting myself. So in a way, the, the trade-offs kind of worked out. And um, I guess a couple examples of, of things like that would be like random emergencies that happen. For example, my partner's uh, kitten he he broke his poor little leg poor guy and he's been recovering and somehow that little asshole slipped out of his cast and so the day we were going to have our date day uh instead of having a relaxed date day um we were rushing him to the er to get his cast resplend so that really uh put extra exertion and stress on both of us but um in my case in particular um that stress was already on top of the fact that i was you know making these plans. I'd already set aside dedicated time to come over and and spend time with my partner. So it's like, Oh, okay. Now we have extra stuff on top of what we already planned. And that's a kind of a a minor example, but it's stressful. Nonetheless, that whole situation was stressful in and of itself. Um, got through that. And then I also realized I have a lot of travel coming up, man. I've got travel. I've got shows booked. I even have a top secret announcement that I can't talk about just yet. Um, but uh, with all that, like I've got next week, I'm going up to uh, visit some family up in northern Alabama. And then after that, uh, I am doing some more traveling related to the Top Secret stuff. And then after that, well, actually, I think before that, I'm doing traveling for work, uh, going up to a team event. And it's All of these things are fun travel, by the way. All these things are, are things I'm excited to do. Um, all of them are optional, and I've chosen to do them. Even the work things optional. Uh but I'm going up to work and I'm gonna hang out with all my coworkers and it's gonna be a good time and then I'm gonna um go on that that super secret mission that I can't talk about yet. I'm excited. I can't wait to be able to talk about it. Um hopefully I'll get another podcast episode out early next month. <laughs> uh whenever I can make that announcement. But I've got time, so you guys will hear about it here um regardless before it actually happens. So you'll have plenty of notice. Uh yeah um on that note like so much travel coming up and my ac like i alluded to the reason you're hearing any kind of fan noise in the background is uh is busted right now man uh i noticed after i had like a little birthday party which thank you to everybody who came out by the way that was a fucking blast i died but i died while i was laughing and dancing if you've never been bent over a toilet puking and uh laughing while you puke i was in such joy while in such pain I remember at one point, I've been listening to the new uh, album by the band Amino, and I, all I wanted to do was listen to it while I threw up, <laughs> and I did just that. I was like, give me my phone, and I think uh, um, my buddy, uh, I don't know who it was. Uh, it might have been my friend's wife, Lindsay, or it might have been somebody else. I can't remember. Yeah, I died, uh, but i uh, I had somebody get my phone, and I just turned on the music, and I was just Shaking my ass while I was bent over a toilet. It was it was hysterical for me. I'm sure it worried everybody else just a little bit. But they did that to me. We made a rule where every game lost at the party. I don't know who made this rule and why I okayed it. it it's my house, my rules. But uh, Birthday Boy, I guess, was the intention to, to have a good time. And that I did. But the rule was any game that was lost, no matter who lost, I had to take a shot with the losing group. So it doesn't matter if it was beer pong or I have a cool little flip. Type dice game didn't matter I was screwed no matter what uh so awesome birthday bash but anyway uh sidetrack there um yeah um I noticed after my birthday party that my temperature was kind of rising and not going down and I decided one night to check my uh, actual outside AC unit and it was not on so I did some a couple of different troubleshooting things um one of my friends kind of walked me through some some things that they knew to do to kind of kick start it but before i did any of that stuff i actually just went and checked my breaker and sure enough the ac was tripped and uh i tried to turn it back on and it said no and then i tried to turn everything related to the ac off and then turn it back on and it started to turn back on and then sounded like a grenade was going off on the side of my house so i turned it all off and went outside to a plume of white smoke um, and walked back inside and waited for it to clear, uh, before I went to actually inspect and see if my AC unit was still intact. Thankfully it is. The problem is the compressor exploded. There was, it arced and there was a hole on the side of it and then it leaked all the Freon. So thankfully I've got a warranty. It's getting covered, but also because it's warranty, I'm going through warranty circus. Uh, it was supposed to be fixed this week. It is now Thursday, of whatever this week is uh, in August. And um, I already had to survive a giant heat wave. Thankfully, the beginning of this week has been a lot cooler. And I've, unfortunately, one of my uh, friends' families is letting me borrow a portable AC unit they have. So my dogs are nice and cool. So don't worry about Echo and Luna. They're fine. It's just other rooms in my house are not so savory. So I have to get the circulation going with these fans. So anyway, I'm living in misery in my house right now. It's extremely uncomfortable. And, uh, That means it's hard for me to do things that would be like at a normal routine that may be easy, like in uh, just saying them out loud, like, oh, I need to do my laundry. Well, my brain immediately goes, you know, as as anxiety does to someone, uh, especially dealing with the initial kind of repercussions of of your AC going out and worrying about all that. On top of that, it's like, oh, okay, well, I got to do laundry. So, oh, I don't want to run the dryer because it's going to make the house hotter. So therefore I don't do laundry for like a week and now I'm running out of clothes and it just, it's a cycle and I'm breaking it now this week. I'm just like, screw it. Like I need to get my album done. I need to uh, get these things for work done. I have a presentation I'm giving in October. If you're in the Columbus, Georgia area, by the way, that's a good shout out. And you're interested in information security things. Um, it's coming close to an end to buy a ticket. So if you're interested in the threat level midnight conference hosted by our local ISSA chapter, uh, go to the Columbus, Georgia ISSA website. There is the threat level midnight website. You'll see all the speakers, all the events, all the times, and more importantly, where you can buy your ticket. So make sure you buy a ticket. I'm going to be giving a presentation called the state of the shell, and it's going to be all about um, basically ethics of malware and also uh, showcasing how the state of malware is evolving and will continue to evolve. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Uh, I have some very interesting opinions on on how that, that all works in terms of ethics. It's not what you might think it is. I am uh, very much, um, how do I say this without going to jail? Pro the development of software to do what you tell it to do. There you go. That's an insight into the conclusion of my talk. Um, and it's gonna be a fun ride. I'm gonna do all kinds of cool stuff. So, if you're interested in security stuff and especially hacking, come check that out. And come say hi to me in person. I'm gonna be running a, a CTF game there as well. So, anyway, yeah, I've had to, I know it's months out, but. I need to prepare for that because I have all this travel going on and I'm stressed the fuck out, man. Like I'm just absolutely stressed out. I'm thinking about all these things that I have to do at once and just trying to knock them out in bulk. And so I've had a couple sleepless nights this week. I got my presentation done well ahead of time. Uh, I got some feedback from friends on it. Um, and I got my album done tonight. That's why I'm delayed on making this podcast episode. It's not done. It's, I have recorded all my demos and set up the projects and structured everything so my buddy Seth can now take it over, get it to a good point and then we can have a session together to uh, finalize everything and then it will be done. But album art's good, songs are done, everything is as it should be. We learned a lot the last time we made my, my first EP so I'm taking what I learned to make this process more efficient where we should hopefully just need one session together and uh, we'll get it done. I'm super stoked though. Um, I This new music is... At least 10 times better than the last album so if you liked at least one song on the last album you're gonna at least like two on this one <laughs> and that's saying something because there's only gonna be three songs i'm slow rolling out music um trying to get to a point where i can kind of release singles so i don't have to do big projects like this all at once because while three songs may not sound like a lot and i may have knocked them out in a short time frame this time um it's a lot of creative energy and it's energy and space that i'll have now that i've kind of stepped back from things but i don't want to use it for that all the time i want to use that for that when it's time to use it for that and otherwise it'd be cool to just to oh i got a song idea make it and be done with it and release it you know um but with that like i have to think about things like do i want to get together with my buddy ricky and try to squeeze out like a, a stupid simple music video i don't anticipate being able to afford or do anything complicated so maybe like a three shot type thing and Go from there. I don't know. So this is where my brain's running. And that's why today is a ramble. Like I've got all this shit going on. So it's a really good thing. I did step back when I did, because now I have the room for all those things. And that's kind of how it's going. And fortunately, as I knock things out, um, they are done. So like prepping for things like travel and stuff, obviously, those are future things. And I'm just going to be stressed about those until they happen. But at least when they happen, they're going to be fun and exciting, and I'll hopefully be able to enjoy the distraction of being out of town and, and doing fun things, and that'll be great. But up until those points, I gotta think about like, oh, I gotta pack, and oh shit, I gotta leave at this time, and you know, flights or whatever else. Just the the agony that comes with that beforehand. I tend to do really well come showtime. Like I think I'm the the kind of person. I'm learning this about myself here lately. I'm the kind of person who likes a plan, but it's okay if the plan goes awry. As long as I I start executing it. So it's like, okay, I could have a plan and I'm going to, let's let's make up a plan. Say I'm going to leave at six o'clock and I'm going to drive to Orlando. And I'll get there in, I don't know, three to four hours, however long it takes to get to Orlando for where I'm at. And I'm going to stay in an Airbnb and I'm going to go play mini golf on the first day I'm there. And that is the plan. And I'm going to stay there for three days, go to the beach or, or Disney World or wherever the fuck you want to do in Orlando and I have, I have a plan, right? The, the, let's, let's pretend I have more details in there about what I'm going to do each day I'm there. Um, the point is like come showtime, if it's time to leave and I'm driving down the road and two hours in my car breaks down, I handle all that pretty well. Like I'm, I'm not saying it's not stressful and it doesn't stress me out, but I wasn't thinking about that as a factor, <laughs> like something happening to my car or a storm delaying or, or, or a wreck happening that delayed me. I wasn't worried about any of those things going into it. I structured a plan. I knew what I was going to do and I executed. And I'm pretty good at adapting to a plan, which I think is very important, especially for my job. Sometimes things go awry uh, when you're doing sketchy offensive security related stuff and you got to adapt. And that's a skill set I fortunately very much have. But up until that, I guess same way for work too. Like I got to have a plan or else I'm stressing out and I'll be stressing out up until the day of, um, unless there's there are cases where it's like i have a good plan i don't anticipate anything going wrong the plan is good we're 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 done like i'm not really thinking about it beyond that but i don't know maybe it's mostly to deal with things with travel um you know because you don't want to be late like getting on a flight you don't want to be late you know checking into somewhere you don't want to be late some some of those things have protocols and procedures where if you are going to be late you know there's opportunity to call ahead and you can get things taken care of but flights in particular can be very stressful and even though i i thoroughly enjoy flying i don't mind the airport at all i like going and having some drinks before i hop on the airplane and uh just uh watching uh my favorite thing is to watch um what's that movie that uh, john wick i love <laughs> drinking bourbon and <laughs> watching john wick on, on the airplane and and get to my destination that is a an enjoyable experience for me so i actually enjoy whatever it is i'm doing but all this planning up until it's got me stressed out and yeah like i said this is a this is a ramble i don't know how long i'm going to ramble on but i'm gonna keep rambling and you can keep listening and so you're sick of me um but i think the point i'm really trying to illustrate is that I've got so many things going on that I can dive down a rabbit hole for each different thing and what's going on with it, why it's stressing me out, what's good about it, what's bad about it, what's great about it, what's how, how it makes me feel. Anything like that, I could dive down on each one of these things and it's a bit overwhelming. And it's funny because like at least I would I would feel at least 50% better. If my air conditioning unit was fixed that sounds dumb right yeah so i was in therapy talking about this the other day i was talking about all the things i'm going through and my therapist was like wait your ac still is it fixed and i was like yeah and um it's actually not dumb that this is stressing me out so much you pointed out a couple things to me that were uh, helpful in understanding why this is impacting my stress level so heavily and it's not just it's not necessarily like all the items where maybe I'm running out of bandwidth, that's not, that's not the case. I have the time for these things. I don't have the energy. So with the AC going out that makes it uncomfortable to sleep in my bedroom. And with insomnia, I already have a hard time sleeping anyway. If my whole house is an uncomfortable environment, I'm restless. So like, I'll even try to sleep on uh, my couch. I got a new couch, by the way, got a sweet fucking deal. Uh, normal, the the couch I was going to spend money on was going to be really fancy and i uh didn't do that and i found one that was just as good and saved about two thousand dollars so uh go me that's uh that's gonna help my wallet a lot my wallet's very thankful for that um i'm very thankful for that for myself good move but anyway couch isn't exactly the most comfy couch in the world it's great for sitting great for hanging out but sleeping um not great but it's much colder in my living room right now with the portable ac than it is anywhere else and it's just It's extremely uncomfortable. So on top of executing all these things and not sleeping at night or going to bed very late, my sleep is very uncomfortable. You know, it's some nights I'll have just weird dreams, um, which is a nice diversion from the nightmares when I sleep. I'll either have no dreams or nightmares. Usually now it's lately I don't sleep or I have weird dreams or I have nightmares. Um, So the weird dreams are a nice little bump in the road there. So it's not just consistently nightmares, but um, it's just terrible my sleep the quality of sleep i'm getting is absolutely fucking just disgustingly awful and that is why i'm so stressed not entirely why but that is like why if my air conditioning is fixed my stress level will go down at least half at least half like for sure because i will feel more comfortable to do my routines in the evening i will feel more comfortable going to bed my dogs will enjoy going back to bed and and snuggling up next to me rather than trying to squeeze on the couch that's echo is hilarious I will he will let me know it's bedtime he knows that I'm probably not going into the bedroom unless it's a cool enough night to sleep in there and then even if I hop on the couch I have to lay on like the chase of the couch and he lays on the other longer end and he snuggles and he puts his head right on me he's like I have to snuggle dad at night if I don't get my dad snuggles then I am upset he is such a good boy. It's very cute, but everything is uncomfortable. It doesn't matter how cute Echo is with his his routine. It's uncomfortable for all of us. And um, yeah, so uh, I just need to get my fucking AC fixed. Thankfully, like I said, it's covered by warranty, but it's just taking time. It's time that I'm not enjoying having to be patient about and wait out, uh, although it is certainly worth it financially because I did not have the money to spend on fixing an ac compressor right now so i will wait (laughs) and that is how it will go um but yeah it's it's amazing how something can stress you out that has nothing to do with the other things that are going on in your life that actually should be causing stress like all the activities all of the Um, projects, all the things that I have going on that I have to do should be the things that are stressing me out the most. But my air conditioner going out is accounting for at least half of my stress, if not more, not the actual things that are going on. If that was not a problem, I would be managing all these other things going on because I would have headroom. I wouldn't be stressed out 100%. I would only be stressed out half, 50%, maybe, if that, I don't know. Uh, I just know it wouldn't be 100% stress like I am now. I feel the weight of 100% stress. I'm having to make sure I take my medicine consistently. Thank f- God I've got my medicine on, on routine now. Um, I guess that's a an interesting update for you all. I'm not on any, you know, a long time ago, I talked about being off of all of my medications, uh, stopped everything kind of outright because nothing was helping. The only thing that was helping me at all was Xanax and that, wasn't exactly what we were trying to treat. We weren't trying to treat anxiety. We we're trying to de- treat depression. And um, I don't know if have talked about this in a previous episode, but there is an update on it. So let's recap. Um, I also have a general um, anxiety disorder diagnosis that is separate from my depression. They f- obviously hold hands with each other very tightly and like to try to ruin my life and my days and my mental health, but um, they are, distinct issues that we can pinpoint you know all the stresses and anxiety isn't making me depressed my depression is just making me depressed they're not helping obviously they are working in tandem where i could fall into a pit of more depression if i'm not careful but i if i can manage the stress and anxiety it won't cause me to be more depressed i will just have my normal level of i hate myself and i want to die not i hate myself and i want to die and i'm freaking out you know um so when it comes to my medication uh we decided that um between my so my psychiatrist sucked sorry uh if this guy that guy listens to my podcast at all uh you're a nice fella um it it didn't work out the uh, the way you were treating my my health was throwing medicine at me and not actually talking about my issues uh there's some uh uh critique some feedback for you for your your professional practice if you are listening i don't think he does though um, I don't think he ever took interest in my podcast. He did take interest in my career, though. Um, that was the only thing we talked about, not my mental health. So make sure your psychiatrist is talking to you about your mental health. They're not your therapist, but they are supposed to dedicate time to talk about your problems. So that way they can adequately diagnose and prescribe your medicine. They can't just throw medicine at you. Your primary care physician can do that better than, than a psych can, if it's dumb they uh, they can prescribe higher dosages of medicine but your primary care can prescribe basically the same medicine um anyway that was a good side tangent um all that to say that uh my primary care physician is very invested in my mental health and uh very open to the recommendations of my therapist so they work together so my primary care can prescribe the medicine that my therapist recommends even though my therapist can't prescribe medicine so um works out great And we've landed on just keeping me on Xanax. Um, I manage it very well. And I'm not having any issues uh, whatsoever with it. And in fact, it helps. It helps a crap ton. Um, It's amazing how great of a tool in my tool belt that is. And now that I know they are working with me to ensure that I have access to this medication, I'm not scared of using it. Uh, It was funny. I walked into the doctor's office um, uh, after... A whole episode that I had with my partner where she was just kind of like hey you know you're running out of medication why don't you call them and they'll refill it for you and I was like that's such a good idea I can't do that (laughs) you know my brain didn't want me to to take my medication because it was helpful that was the depression being like yo you're not allowed to get any relief um it, it made everything about it scary but sure enough I just called up and they're like oh yeah I got you Um, my dumbass didn't realize they already hooked me up and put me, had me two refills without having to to come in. I didn't, I didn't read the fucking label. Felt like an idiot after that, but I did get my medicine and then I had to follow up, um, scheduled anyway, uh, that, that was already on the calendar. And so I followed up and I told my, my, uh, primary care physician about it. And she was like, Casey of course you can be on your medication. At first she was like, why why don't you want to take it? Are you scared of being addicted? Like I can help you manage that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm having the opposite problem. My brain won't let me take the medication. There's no way I can get addicted to it because my brain's like, hey, you can't ever feel good. You can't ever have relief. And so she was like, oh my God, take your fucking medicine. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, that's what everybody keeps telling me. And, and, and now that I have kind of heard that from all sides. My therapist, my partner, my my primary care physician, everybody's like, dude, we're giving you the medicine because it helps you take your medicine. It's finally getting hammered into my brain with all that external validation that, hey, this is okay to take. You're going to have access to it. You're good. And so um, that has been a huge help, just having access to that medication and being able to take it. Um, It doesn't cost me an arm and a leg. It's like $3 for my prescription. It lasts me. Uh, sometimes more than two months because I don't have... If I'm able to manage... Here's the fun thing about anxiety, especially if you have a panic disorder like I do. um, If you're able to manage your anxiety, you have less panic attacks. Ergo, you can take your medication less frequently. Oh my God. I was so worried. It's like, I'm going to have to take this like every single fucking week, maybe even multiple times a week, maybe multiple times a day Cause all the panic attacks I'm having, then I started taking it regularly and like, Oh, if I would feel panic coming on, it would calm me down. And then I would be able to break out of the cycle and work through it on my own from there to where I would not work myself into a panic attack even throughout the week. Like I'd be good. I could take my medicine maybe twice a week in high stress and high anxiety. And then I'd be good for the rest of the week. Maybe even through the next week. Maybe even through the week after that. It ebbs and flows. It all, you know, environmental factors plus how I'm feeling on my own headspace all contribute to that. But in general, it's like, oh, if you manage this shit, you're not going to be in a state of panic all the time. Because it's the entire fucking point. It's novel. Novel what you aren't paying attention to when you're the patient. And what you can look at retroactively and how your medication is, is working. So... I'm very, very thankful for that. That has helped especially as new stressful situations come up. It's made navigating life a lot easier. I I have panic attacks so much less frequently. In fact, I haven't had a panic attack in at least a month. That's great. I've had major anxiety. I felt like I was about to build up into a panic attack, but I got the medicine, so I don't have to endure the panic attack. If I know that's coming on, I can be like, oh, shit, shit. Where's my fucking Xanax? Take a pill. And it's like, ah, panic attack be gone. It's great. You know, it calms me down enough to, to level out and, and keep moving. So while everything right now is stressful, I have stepped back. I've gotten some bandwidth. I'm able to tackle all these things. I've got big, exciting things coming up, even though they're stressful. These are all things that I want to do. I want to take part in. I want to accomplish. And I've got the tools to help me get to the other side. If somebody can just toss me like, I don't know, $100,000 so I can pay off my house quicker and pay down debt, that'd be great. (laughs) Uh, But realistically, everything's going to be just fine in terms of that. Finances are going to be okay. All the things I'm doing are exciting. I need to resume Luna's training. It's been so hot, but... That's that's a problem for this weekend me. Just so many things going on and I hope that you stay tuned for all the things that are to come. There's lots and lots of announcements. Um yeah. That song you heard at the beginning of the podcast, I think I just jumped right in. Uh you're going to hear it at the end here and again again in a second. It was a a new song by my band Lost on the Mons. Um it's called Carousel. And it's a fucking bop. Um I'm playing, uh, playing bass in the band again. I took some guitar lessons. I graduated from guitar school. Uh, shout out Johnny Hale. He uh made me good at guitar again. And uh, not only can I play guitar decently well, uh, that has improved my bass playing skills like a hundred percent fold. Not even like I can't even say 10 fold. It's like I'm doubly better at all of what I did, and it's it's amazing. Like playing ten years of guitar and these little secrets I didn't know, like unlocked a world. Of just, oh, you you don't have to be mediocre, and all it takes are these things. Like you already have all your fundamentals. Just you just need to know these things. Nobody ever told you because you taught yourself. Just immaculate, cool shit. Um, so you'll see me on stage playing bass instead of running all of our our auxiliary stuff. That's what I have been doing at our recent shows. I've been doing a lot of vocals. You've seen if you've seen TikToks and Instagram. Seth has played bass so that way I can run a rig. that's a responsibility in and of itself but what's great is if i'm back on bass and we have we've got our our buddy miguel playing guitar now and doing vocals all i'm doing is playing bass and all seth is doing is playing is singing he gets to manage all the auxiliary stuff i'm just backup which is great so it all it all works out good i'm super excited um yeah um listen to the tag at the end of carousel um come to the loft show black friday you're going to hear more about that later. We're booking bands. Yeah, just stay tuned for all the good stuff. I guess this is really, truly a rambling episode. So I hope you enjoyed my rambles, my updates, and how life is going. I hope, at least in the next episode, I hope to have a guest. If I don't have a guest in the next episode, I will at least have actual an actual topic to talk about because I'll have some solid updates on what's going on and to and experience to talk about that and share with you all and, and help you hopefully in, in, in your similar experiences. And if not, it'll just be an entertaining story, but hopefully I'll have a guest on. That'll be cool. It'll probably just be one of my friends, but if you are one of my listeners and you know, somebody that knows somebody that knows, uh, there are a lot of podcasts together. Here, I'm going to give you, as a sign off, I'm going to give you my podcast guest wish list. A lot of these are people I know from TikTok, but um, and some of you I know personally. So, Tony22 or Sage, want you on the podcast at some point. Love you guys. I hope you're doing well. Tony, good luck on your tour. I'll see you there. Um, and I want Dan McClellan on the podcast. I've reached out already to two of my mentors. Uh, they don't actually know me. They're mentors very much from afar, but I would love to get Jason Louv and Damian Eccles. I don't think Damian's doing podcasts anymore. So that may be a, uh, just a, uh, a, a false or a hopeless dream. Um, uh, if you've got contact with, uh, Oh, uh, I think it's howdy y'all Sydney. She's great. I like her mental health stuff. Um, there's some other girl that I've watched recently. I have to remember her name, but she talks a lot about her eating disorder stuff. I would love to have a conversation with her about that. And um, if if somebody can get me the Million Dollar Man, that is Duncan Trussell. I don't know, I'm just rambling off my wish list now. At this point, um, these are all wonderful people. I I love their content. I think they're. Um, their mental health content or their just general dialogue with people are great. Um, but realistically, I'm probably gonna start small. I've had some friends that I want to get on the podcast for a while. Um, I've even had friends ask me when they're going to come on the podcast. So, uh, got some interesting things in the works to make that happen in a more, uh, professional way, maybe even introducing some video to it. But yeah, if, if you know anybody, uh, that I've listed, or you're a friend of mine and you would like to come talk about and share your experiences on the podcast, let me know. I'm more than happy to accommodate. And all of you, let me know. Send me an email. Go to echoesbox.com. There's a contact form there. There's also our email, so you can reach out to us with requests for all that kind of stuff. So yeah, check out echoesbox.com. Um, and stay on the lookout for my new music. And go jam Carousel by Lawson Le Mans. And I'll see you at the Black Friday show. Peace.
1: This crystal ball seems close